There might be the temptation, because we know that All Saints Day is a day to rejoice, that we think that this day is a day for mourning. And yes, there's an element of grief and mourning that uh, goes with this, but it's not a mourning without uh, a mixed bag, perhaps, of emotion. And we hear some of the reason we should have that mixed bag in today's readings at the church uh, the church gives us lots of readings, but the, the church has picked these readings out uh, for us to contemplate on this day. Basically, just so you know, uh, all the readings that we could have at funerals, that the church presents at funerals, are listed as applicable for today. And if we take a quick look at these readings, we hear of mercy, we hear of hope, we hear of resurrection, we hear of not being afraid. And ultimately, that's what it means to be Christian, to be Catholic, is that in the face of death, we're not afraid. We're not without hope because God is merciful. And that's what we celebrate today as much as we celebrate or as much as we rejoice in the things. We celebrate that those who have died in God's grace maybe not ready immediately to enter into heavenly glory. But they will, through his mercy, sometime. And so we pray for them. And we even hear about that a little bit. Uh, we don't have any uh, burning verse that we could turn, turn to as Catholics and say, right there it says purgatory, and, and, and here, here, here's why we can pray for souls in purgatory. But we have in this first reading in, in wisdom that hope of being proved. As gold in the furnace, he proved them. And this proof is not, we sometimes think of math, mathematical proof, that we sit down and we, you know, if we want to prove that uh, 21 divided by 3 is 7, we, we sit down and maybe show what 3 sevens are and we count them out and all those things. That isn't just kind of proof. This is a proof of metal, that in order to make metal pure, you heat it up until it's liquid. Everything that, is, uh, everything that has a lower boiling point boils off. Everything with a higher boiling point is left unmelted and sinks to the bottom, and you pour off that good, solid metal, gold. That God is proving the souls that are in his hands. That God is making them clean. And it's apt that fire is the symbol here. It's gold in the furnace. Because fire is a purifying. As much as it is destructive, it's purifying. And St. Paul tells us elsewhere that we, we don't have those readings, but each of our works will be tested, and we will be saved, but <clears throat> as if through fire. Or Jesus himself tells us that uh, uh, on the, if we uh, um, do not forgive our, our neighbors, we will be thrown in prison until we've paid the last penny. And it implies that we can someday get into heaven but only when we've paid every penny, when we've done the work that's necessary to stand in the presence of God.
And in the end, that's what it is, that so often we are so attached to this world, we're so attached to sin, we're so attached to stuff, we're so attached to everything but God that should we die in that attachment while it's not a mortal sin, it doesn't separate us from God for all eternity. We need to be separated from that stuff because it does not allow us to be in God's presence because we're looking back at the stuff we leave behind. The stuff that ultimately doesn't matter. In the scriptures, it's called mammon, the lower stuff. That we have so much connection to that that we need to let that go. It needs to be boiled off of us so that we can be free. Or there's times where those attachments to sin are so much, we have to do some reparation for those sins. Well, we're forgiven, but we have to... We have to do something about it to come to a full love of Christ. That I use the image, uh, and it's an apt image, that as I contemplate all the deaths in my family as well this year, my aunt especially, I, I share the story at her funeral that um, I learned to work because of this incident. My brother got mad at me about something that I had said, and I, I knew he was going to do something, and so I took off and closed the door behind me and put his hand through the window. And while I didn't, it wasn't not my hand through the window, I was the cause. And so we had to work to repair that door. We walked beans. We had to do reparation. We could have simply said, we're sorry, but that would not have fixed the window. We needed to do more. And purgatory is that place of doing more, of coming to perfect love, of letting those sins both the sinful stuff goal, the broken stuff goal, but also doing reparation. And in the end, this is an act of mercy. Sometimes we're accused as Catholics of, of saying that there's a second chance that we can die with sin and still be saved, and that's not entirely true. We can die with attachment to sin, but we need to live a life free from sin and seek to be detached from sin. Purgatory isn't a second chance, but rather a chance of coming to pure love. Isn't that the point of today's second reading? That the love of God has been poured into our hearts? That when we stand before God in heaven, there's not going to be anything but the gold that he wants there. And the gold is his love. Not a love for earth, not a love for sin, not a love for anything other than him and those he's created. It's mercy that God gives us this chance to come to pure, full, total love. And the amount of love we bring before the Lord is all different. And I, at times, thank God that I'm not called to have the same love that Mother Teresa did or St. John Paul II had or, or whatever, but that doesn't mean that I'm not called to be full of love. The capacity for love is dif different for each one of us, but we need to love. And so as we gather this night on this commemoration of all souls, of the faithful departed, we pray for them who have gone before us. Some 
Their grief, uh, our grief for them may be fresh. Some may be wrong. But we also know we are called to have hope. Some may be, we've gotten to the point of accepting their, their departure from us. And we might remember with fondness their love, but we pray for them. And this is our mercy in action. And perhaps this day, in a very special way, to pray for those who are most forgotten, those who are most in need of our prayers, because no one else is loving them. Certainly we don't need to know their names because God does. And that someday we too, hopefully, will be there with them in heaven, rejoicing in God. And they will let us know, thank you for your prayers. Because they needed us to help them love, to help them to let go, to help them to be completely free And this is how we, too, can grow in love, how we, too, can be free, how we, too, can become that pure gold, even now, in this earth.